Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends, Dedeker and Jace, teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Here we are for a Drunk Bible Study first. It is a two-book day. Yeah, a two-for-one right? special. Yeah. Double trouble, toil and bubble, double feature. <laughs> get your popcorn, get your hot dogs, <laughs> get your ice-cold drinks. We're doing it, baby. Two books in one day. If there were ever an episode that you should listen to while in like a parking lot with a bunch of other cars, as if it were a drive-in movie double feature, Ooh. this is the one. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I love that. Or maybe you can make it into a drunk Bible study tailgate party. Ooh, that's yes. fun. When we start doing the stadium tours. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's great. I like the <laughs> idea that we would go on tour at stadiums that were hosting other events and we're just at the tailgate party beforehand mm-hmm. or afterwards. Oh, yeah. We're like the the pre-show entertainment, right? Yeah. 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 It's like our podcast. Yeah, we opened for, you know, the the Packers versus the 49ers. <laughs> you know, like whatever's going People on. People would be like, really? What? That's kind of strange. <laughs> no, I was going to say, oh, surely that would never happen. But considering all the stuff that's happened in the past maybe. five years, totally possible. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Truly, yeah. maybe. And then we'll be like shilling Bitcoin at the same time. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> NFTs of, of all the characters. Uh-huh. <laughs> In their respective parts. I yes. love it. Right. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Wow. Brilliant. Uh, so we finished Amos mm-hmm. last Famous. week. We had a quiz. Famously, we did. Yes. We did really well on these quizzes, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was good. We crushed it. And now we're moving on. So in terms of timeline, because you said last time yeah. that timeline-wise, Amos was like the first prophet, the granddaddy of the prophets. So where are we with these two? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so let me double check my timeline here. Okay, so Obadiah, mm-hmm. it looks like he ends up happening during the events of Kings. So like in between First and Second Kings. Okay. Uh, and overlapping with Chronicles once we eventually get there. So, you know, kind of like before everything's totally gone to hell. But but we're on our way there, I guess. Is Great. What I would say. Awesome. Uh, and then let me see. Let me find Jonah on this list here. Right. Okay. So then Jonah is a little bit later. So he's a little bit before Isaiah and before Hosea. So yeah. So he's, but they're all basically kind of during the same time. I would say okay. timeline wise, neither of them is remarkable. Okay. But I will tell you a couple remarkable things about them if you want to know. Sure. Well, can we can we do one and one? Can we start with just focusing sure. on Obadiah? Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Love that. Love that. Good idea. Okay. So, fun story. Obadiah is only one chapter, and that chapter only has 21 verses, making it <laughs> the shortest book in the entire Bible. Oh, really? <gasps> okay. Okay. Cool. The other interesting thing about Obadiah is that 
basically, he was from Edom, and his prophecies are all about Edom. Okay. So kind of the, the, the story, I guess, is that you know, that's why he was chosen. To prophesy against Edom was because he was from there. Interesting. And yeah, and then I guess what that means, apparently with the timeline, is one, he's supposedly a descendant of Eliphaz, who was one of Job's friends. Whoa. During that Gosh, whole thing. Wow. Throwback. I know, that happened a while ago. This is according to rabbinic tradition. Okay. You know, to, to Jewish tradition. So that's not going to be in the book we're going to read. That's why I'm kind of giving you some extra information here. Okay. And then that he lived, it says lived with, I don't know what kind of with we're talking about here, but with Ahab and Jezebel. Lived. The, I'm assuming means lived in their kingdom while they were doing their stuff. Or we but, see like their roommates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did they share know. like a two bedroom apartment at some point? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He paid yeah. them rent or something. He right, but before they were famous, they, they yeah. lived. I don't Wait, know. Wait, this was Obadiah who lived with them? Yeah. Yes, Obadiah. I think OB, just means lived okay. in their kingdom with Ahab and Jezebel. Okay. And then the last fun piece here is that according to rabbinic tradition, he received his gift of prophecy as a a sort of reward, if you will, for being one of the people who hid those hundred prophets in the caves. Oh, he was on that team. Yeah, he was on team hide in the cave. That's cool. He was in the like, the prophet cramming Uh team. Uh Exactly. That's fun. He was like those, those Japanese station workers with the white gloves that like, cram people Yeah, into. show people onto the trains. Yeah, he was yeah. using his back to really make sure all those prophets got <laughs> oh in <my> there. <laughs> That's yeah. lovely. So anyway, very exciting stuff. That's, That's all cool. I've got about, about We those. We got to talk about casting and this is going to be mm. real quick casting because it's just yep. one chapter, one, one book. We've yeah. had a suggestion in the chat from Rockin' On for Adam Sandler and I don't know nothing <laughs> about Obadiah. I can't imagine where else we'd cast Adam Sandler, but I, I figure why not a one-off? There's some really funny dude somewhere. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. If you think he's funny, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I, I guess, I don't really think he's funny. At least not anymore. He's a little yeah. bit passe now, but we can bring him back for a one-off, inject some sure. some 90s humor into this flick. Yeah, give him, give him a, a pass. Give him a fun role to do in his later years. Let's, let's think, bring him in. Sure, yeah. I'd say we bring him in and see. Maybe we'll find out very soon. He's totally wrong. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, we'll see. I think it'll be interesting to determine whether this is like his breakout into drama or mm. whether this is funny. Because I have no idea. Did he do one draw? He did Punch Drug Glove. Was that him? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Spanglish also, was that like a drama? A dramedy? I don't know. Maybe a dramedy? I have no idea. I haven't seen either of those, okay. so I don't know. Yeah. Well, let's bring him in. We'll see. All right. Let's do it. Okay, yeah. We'll see how it is. What are you two drinking today for this two-parter? I'm knocking back just a little bit of Cab Sav. Mm, lovely. And I'm having a beer called Bits and Bobs, <laughs> which I bought almost 100% because of the name and that it's an IPA. So There you go. You're like, it's an IPA by the name of Bits and Bobs. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. What do you got, Em? Um, I'm continuing my herbaceous drinks. This is a rosemary gimlet. As you can see, there's a sprig of rosemary there. Also, this morning, I made some rosemary simple syrup, which is very easy. You just have to throw it in with the simple syrup and infuse it. So now I have some of that to make these lovely gimlets. And then it's just lime juice and gin. It's real easy with the simple syrup. Um, But it's amazing. I I love this drink. It's one of my all-time favorites. So... 
Let's do it. Obadiah time. Yeah. Okay. So today we're going to be reading Obadiah, the one and only chapter one. (laughs) We're going to read the whole ding dang book. Uh, And then we'll, we'll take a little break before we move on to My Name is Jonah. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, the whole book of Obadiah. The Vision of Obadiah This is what the Lord Yahweh says about Edom. We have heard news from Yahweh, and an ambassador is sent among the nations, saying, Arise, and let's rise up against her in battle. Behold, I have made you small among the nations. You are greatly despised. Goodness. I think this is to Edom, maybe? Probably. Mm -hmm. Obadiah is saying this against Edom, even though he's in Edom and from Edom. Yes, I think that's the idea. You know how it is. Like, you get really defensive if someone criticizes your hometown. But you can do it. But you can do it, yeah. There you go, yeah. Exactly. The pride of your heart has deceived you, and you dwell in the clefts of the rock, whose habitation is high, who says in his heart, who will bring me down to the ground? Though, (laughs) sorry, I lost my place. (laughs) Sounds like some provocative words to say to someone like the rock. Right? Yes. Mm, for yeah. setting him up to call you a candy ass and then oh, literally yeah. throw you on your candy ass. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Though you mount on high as the eagle, and though your nest is set among the stars, I will bring you down from there, says Yahweh. If thieves came to you, if robbers by night, oh, what disaster awaits you? <laughs> Wouldn't they only steal until they had enough? If grape pickers came to you, wouldn't they leave some gleaning grapes? How Esau will be ransacked. Jeez. How his hidden treasures are sought out. Sorry, this just sounds like, you know, the rock's opening monologue before he's about to beat down on some boys. Yeah. For sure. I even like the way that he just kind of asks random weird rhetorical questions out of nowhere. That's very much something The Rock would do during his little pre-fight monologues. Are we supposed to answer this? What's (laughs) going on here? I don't know. And I appreciate that like I can see uh, Obadiah like playing The Rock as he's prophesying. He's like doing an impression of the rock. Oh yeah, that's good. This yeah, oh, Adam Sandler is going through his repertoire yeah. of impressions, there you go. and he's on yeah. his rock impression. Oh, exactly. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Because everyone loves a good impression, you know. Oh, for oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Comedy gold. Yeah. <laughs> All the men of your alliance have brought you on your way, even to the border. The men who were at peace with you have deceived you and prevailed against you. Friends who eat your bread lay a Oof. snare under you. There is no understanding in him. Won't I in that day, says (laughs) Yahweh, destroy the wise men out of Edom and understanding out of the mountains of Esau? Your mighty men, Taman, will be dismayed to the end that everyone may be cut off from the mountain of Esau by slaughter. 
For the violence done to your brother Jacob, shame will cover you, and you will be cut off forever. Oh, yeah, Jacob and Esau. Wait, what did Esau do to Jacob? Actually, grabbed Jacob his foot and was that. like, no, or was that Jacob? That's the opposite, Jacob. Yeah. Dang it. Okay. So Esau was really hairy and was the eldest and made yeah. the silly choice of giving up his birthright for some stew. Yeah, exactly. Mm, stew. Mm-hmm. Okay. In the day that you stood on the other side, in the day that strangers carried away his substance and foreigners entered into his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem, even you were like one of them. <laughs> but don't look down Ew. on your brother in the day of his disaster and don't rejoice over the children of Judah in the day of their destruction. Don't speak proudly in the day of distress. Don't enter into the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Don't look down on their affliction in the day of their calamity. Neither seize their wealth on the day of their calamity. So on the day of their calamity, just don't, don't do anything. Huh. When is this day of calamity? Well, no, this is interesting, though. Is he kind of setting up like, yeah, I'm going to really mess mm. up Israel. Yeah. Like, don't okay. take advantage of okay. them because you're next. Ooh. Yeah. It's like a little, he knows there's a little bit of a tag team battle coming up. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. This is, this is not great of me to ask, but is Edom one of the, the tribes or is it a different place entirely? So Edom is not one of the tribes, but is like a neighbor and they're related, I guess, maybe. Okay. But not part of the Israel right. sector <laughs> yeah. of places. They're in a different vertical, I think <laughs> The we corporate say. sector. Yeah. Wait, okay. Edom is a nation descended from Esau. Thank you, John Michael. Yes. <laughs> Okay, but but it's not like it, this isn't like Yahweh is saying that he's against a part of Israel. No, right? Yeah, there's a different nation, a yeah, neighbor. Yeah. Okay, of Israel. Thank you. Right. Thank you. No, and that's a fair question because we've been doing a lot of both. Right. Exactly. That's. Yeah. I'm glad. I yeah. just I thought Dedeker would be like, "How do you not know this?" <laughs> Sounds like something I would say. I'm sorry. Yeah, it does. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's a day of really good impressions. Is really what we're getting at here. <laughs> There you go. Thank you, Adam. Stand there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, don't stand in the crossroads to cut off those who escape. Don't deliver up those of his who remain in the day of distress. For the day of Yahweh is near all the nations. As you have done, it will be done to you. Your deeds will return upon your own head. For as you have drunk on my holy mountain, so will all the nations drink continually. Okay, Okay. great. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought they uh, were yeah. setting up they're going to drink on your mountain. Right. Whatever that no, means. We're, we're just all going to drink. I mean, let's drink. <laughs> yes, they will drink, swallow down, and will be as though they had not been. Uh? Whoa. Do you want to look at the message for that one? Is it time for Eugene to show up? I think it's time, Man. yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's see what Eugene... Eugene is always lurking quietly in the background. Yeah. He's waiting. He's like, is it time for me yet? (laughs) Oh, wow, Eugene. Oh, wow, Eugene. I love this. Okay. As you have done it, it will be done to you. What you did will boomerang back and hit your own head. (laughs) (laughs) Huh? Yep. Just as you partied on my holy mountain, all the godless nations will drink God's wrath. Okay. Good job, Eugene. (laughs) Very poetic. <laughs> it's going to boomerang around and just pack you right yeah, in the back of the head. Amazing. Yes. Yeah, it's going to boomerang back and hit you in the head. Okay. 
So yeah, so everyone's going to drink. Yes, they will drink, swallow down, and will be as though they had not been. I don't feel like Eugene... Oh, I see. Got that they'll, part. They'll drink oh. themselves to death, is what Eugene says. Okay. So yes, they yeah. had not been. Yeah. So, okay, like, die. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> or just be so hungover. You know, we've all been yeah, there. I, yeah, oh, for where sure. It's like, you'd really wish that you just hadn't been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yep. But in Mount Zion, there will be those who escape, and it will be holy. The house of Jacob will possess their possessions. The house of Jacob will be a fire. The house of Joseph, a flame. Ooh. And the house of Esau for stubble. They will burn among them and devour them. Oof. There will not be any remaining to the house of Esau. End quote. That whole thing was a big quote, big impression oh. That, oh. that he was doing. Yeah, okay. Whoa. Okay. All right, bring, bring it home, Adam. Yeah. Indeed, Yahweh has spoken. Those of the south will possess the mountain of Esau and those of the lowlands, the Philistines. They will possess the field of Ephraim and the field of Samaria. Benjamin will possess Gilead. The captives of this host of the children of Israel who are among the Canaanites will possess even to Zarephath. And the captives of Jerusalem who are in Sepharad will possess the cities of the Negev. Saviors, saviors, will go up on Mount Zion to judge the mountains of Esau and the kingdom will be Yahweh's. Okay. Is that it? That's Give it up it. for Adam Sandler, everybody. Yeah, His little monologue. Yeah. Adam. Wow. Nice. Oh, okay, so I can't say, maybe you can tell this from looking over the message translation of this very mm-hmm. short little mm-hmm. book. Any sense of personality or a unique twist on mm. this? Does Eugene write in any kind of caricature at all? Anything we can sink our teeth into other than Adam Sandler just doing a good Yahweh impression? No, I mean, I think that's all we need. Like, we need somebody who's a stand-up comic, perhaps, or at least one one trick pony. (laughs) Who was like, I can do an impression. And I don't know, I mean, his impression would probably kind of be like a 90s version of rock, perhaps. Yeah. And if like he's, he's making fun of him a little bit in a in a mean way. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. But I think it works. Any impressions from just scrubbing through the message take on this or is it just all the same? I get the feeling that Eugene didn't put a lot of time and effort into this particular one. The boomerang thing was fun. <laughs> but that's kind of it. It's all pretty straightforward. He didn't put like there's nothing about skyscrapers or cruise ships or or iPods or, like, or you know Smoke Town or, or Blastville. Right. Yeah, nothing like that. <laughs> Unfortunately. Oh boy. In terms of Jonah, have we already cast Jonah Hill in something? I think we have. <laughs> no, but my the case that I want to make is okay. Maybe to cast Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow as Jonah. Because this is a, I think this is one of our few tales on the high seas that we're going to get in this book. Were there pirates at this time? That's kind of fun. Emily, there have always been pirates. Okay, Okay, Dedeker, okay. I don't know if you remember that part of Genesis, but that was on the eighth day. Really? God, God created Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why there are so many all over the world. Exactly. Yes. How many Pirates of the Caribbean have you been on? So many. <laughs> right? So many all over the world. So I, I just, and maybe that'll also add some comic relief into this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Well, okay. Hold on. Okay. 
We need to center ourselves. I think we're a little bit lost switching books in the middle of the same episode. A little disoriented. You know what I think will help? If we kind of... need to give thanks for Obadiah. Exactly. Let's give thanks to Obadiah. Thank you, Obadiah. Thank you, Adam Sandler. For your hot take. (laughs) I was thinking it could be fun if he did it all as like a, a cheeky song. You know, he got his oh, yeah, probably guitar. Oh, get yeah. the guitar out. Yeah. 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 Guitar, yeah. probably in a in a 90s fat suit or something. Oh, Or of muscle course. suit, trying right. to be, you know, we loved that back then. Any number of things, yeah. We, uh-huh. we knew so little back then. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and goodbye, Adam Sandler. Goodbye. And now yep. let's usher in Jonah. Emily, what do you know about the book of Jonah? This is one that makes it into all the children's Bibles. <laughs> So I was talking to my partner as I was making my drink and he was like, yeah, there's a whale. And I was like, oh, that's what the Jonah whale connection is. <laughs> it's a Bible thing. Oh, so, so you knew about Jonah and the whale, but you didn't know it was a Bible thing? Well, isn't there a band called like Jonah and the Whale no, it's, or something? it's Noah and the Whale is an indie band. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, yes. That's weird. Yes. I don't know. I, I, I heard... People, wait, you guys talked about Pirates of the Caribbean and then Josh said something about whales and so I put the two together. Yeah, no, nailed it. And I don't know, probably like somewhere along the line I've heard of whales being a part of Jonah. But that was about it. Is that the extent that you know about the book of Jonah? 100%. Nice. Wow. I'm assuming. And I think that the whale, that, and I think some people in the chat said that the whale swallows him. Mm. And then I thought of... um like Lord Jabu Jabu's belly in Ocarina of Time. Oh, and I was yeah. like, oh, so I think we should cast Link. <laughs> <laughs> That's another take on it. Maybe in the video game version. Johnny Depp playing Link. In the video game version of this flick, yeah. then we can cast... The only problem is that Link never talks. and so He screams. I mean, he has a really good <laughs> scream when he gets sucked into, jo- into Jonah, into <laughs> Jabu Jabu. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'm excited. This is exciting. A fresh, a fresh set of ears on the Jonah and the whale story. Like I was saying, this is one that makes it into all the children's Bible Sunday books Sunday schools and, and Sunday yeah. school stories because kind of like Balaam and the donkey. It's like, oh, we have an animal and a person. Kids like animals. Kids love, kids love animals. And it's it's a story, right? It's not mm-hmm. like these prophets who are just like doom and gloom and doom and gloom and doom and gloom. Like there's an actual story here that's very digestible. I did not realize this was such a short little book. I didn't realize it was only four chapters. They make such a big deal out of it in Sunday school. For well, sure. Now, Dad's, we're going to find have, out why. Have you ever actually read this story? Because I have not. Even though it's I one probably that, I, have. that it was told to me many times as a kid, but I don't. Are you think sure you I've, have, or do you just think you have? Like most people, <sighs> I don't. Know. I'm pretty sure it's I have because question. of the fact that it is so short. Mm. I feel like it's since it is so short, it must have been enough that at least in my Christian schooling, at some point, they probably were like, "We're going to read the Book of Jonah." All right, I'm like actually read what goes on in this book. But um, yeah, so let's bring in Johnny Depp. As mm-hmm. Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah. And see so, just what kind of japes he gets up to. In honor of Johnny Depp starring in this one, I've chosen some sort of Pirates of the Caribbean-esque music for mm, us to enjoy. Yes. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm so pumped. All right, everyone. Get ready. It's time for the book of Jonah, chapter one. Now, 
of Yahweh came to Jonah, the son of Amasi, saying, Arise, go to Nivea, that great city. And N- no, no, sorry, oh, Nineveh, N- not Nivea, Nineveh. the face cream. <laughs> <laughs> Nivea, mm. Nineveh. Nineveh, that great city, and preach against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee the Tarshish from the presence of Yahweh. Flee, flee to Tarshish. Oh, Tarshish. Flee to Tarshish from the presence of Yahweh. He was like, no, I'm running. Yeah. He went down which to- I, which, which, to be fair, I think that's a little bit of a first so far in this book where normally he's like, hey- How is he a prophet? Prophesy for me. Yeah. And people are like, yeah, I will. But Jonah's like, F that. Mm, I've know. seen what the prophet's I'm, life exactly. is like. A pirate's life for me. Mm. Okay, and that's where it, Okay, you know what? I think this is good casting as Jack Sparrow. Johnny Depp would do that. Johnny Depp Jack's, as Jack Sparrow yeah. as Jonah, mm-hmm. right? He'd be like, it's, no, I'm not going to do that. I, I can't do a Jack Sparrow voice, but yes. I can just picture it though, right? You know, he's like lying there, half passed out drunk or whatever. And <laughs> Yahweh's voice, you know, the rock comes up. As and the like, rum. He's like, get up off your feet and you know, go go preach in the big city of Nineveh. And he's like, right, uh, I'll just do that in a moment. And then he runs off, you know, the other direction. <laughs> exactly. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. Tarshish. So he paid its fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of Yahweh. But Yahweh set out a great wind on the sea, mm-hmm. and there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship was likely to break up. So, you know, it's like that movie. What was that movie? Like The Great Storm or oh, something? The perfect Storm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Everyone dies at the end. Spoilers, okay, well, Emily. Yikes. Jeez. Now I don't have to watch the it, movie. It's been out for like 75 years, okay? <laughs> like since we were kids. Then the mariners were afraid and cried every man to his God. Oh, interesting. Multiple gods. A, a multicultural representation mm-hmm. here yeah. on this ship. It was little G though, like God at little G. Mm-hmm. They threw the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten it. But Jonah had gone down into the innermost parts of the ship and he was laying down and was fast asleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's drunk. Okay. <laughs> he was like, oh, my head is spinning. And so he <laughs> lies down. He gets a nap in. So the shipmaster came to him and said to him, what do you mean, sleeper? <laughs> Arise, <laughs> call on the gods. I, oh, I want to say that to Jennifer when she <laughs> sleeps in one. in the morning. What do you mean, sleeper? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I wonder what uh, Eugene says here. Oh, gosh. Is he like, get up, you rascal, or something? You rascal. I mean, this is one of those cases where actually I think the World English Bible is funnier than Eugene. (laughs) Because Eugene just makes it more reasonable and says, what's this? Sleeping? Get up. Pray to your God. Ah, boring. Uh, Boring, yeah. (laughs) Arise, call on your gods. Maybe the gods will notice us so that we won't perish. They all said to each other. Come, let us cast lots so that we may know for whose cause this evil is on us. Mm. So they cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. Oh. Awkward. They got to find wow. the scapegoat. Yeah. Then they asked It's fair. Him, okay, it's fair. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if this is fair. But at least <laughs> instead of just relying on good old-fashioned xenophobia and tribalism, they're like, we're going to make it reasonable, and yeah. we're going to leave it up to chance to mm. let the fates let us know whose fault this is. 
I mean, of course it's Jonah, right? Like, he ran, he's drunk. Yeah. yeah. He's lying down, he's sleeping in. It's definitely him. <laughs> then they asked him, tell us, please, for whose cause this evil is on us? What is your occupation? Where do you come from? What is your country? Like, how did you get on this boat? Yeah. <laughs> Why, Why are, are you, you here? here? <laughs> who are you again? Exactly. They don't know who he is. <laughs> of what people are you? He said to them, I am a Hebrew, and I fear Yahweh, the God of heaven, who has made the sea and the dry land. Then were the men exceedingly afraid and said to him, what is it that you have done? (laughs) For the men knew. Like, we know how Yahweh operates. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, no, no, no. For the men knew that he was fleeing from the presence of Yahweh because he had told them. Then said they to him, what shall we do to you that the sea may be calm to us? They wanted to throw him into the the sea, Uh which probably is a good idea. For the sea grew more and more tempestuous. He said to them, take me up and throw me into the sea. Oh, Oh, gosh. Cool. I could totally, okay, I could totally see that as a Jack Sparrow move where he's just like, all right, throw me overboard. Yeah, whatever. Just do it. Just get it done and over with. (laughs) Then the sea will be calm for you because I know that because of me, this great tempest is on you. Mm. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to get them back to land, but they could not rode hard. Like what's... Like rowing. Is this a rowboat situation or is this like... Like those giant boats that have rowing. Yeah, maybe it's a strappy little combo sail. I don't know. Yeah, I imagine we've got sort of a combo. With a galleon. But he went down to like take a nap. So down somewhere. Yeah, it's a big enough boat that it has a hold. Yeah, Yeah. it's not just like a platform boat. But I think it's, you know, like those big boats, You like during a storm, you can't have your sails up because they're going to get all ripped up. Yeah. So you'd raise your sails and then you've also got you know, oars that people can do to try to move the boat if you need to. Okay. Nevertheless, the men rode hard to get them back to land, but they could not, for the sea grew more and more tempestuous against them. Therefore, they cried to Yahweh and said, we beg you, Yahweh, we beg you, let us not perish for this man's life and don't lay on us innocent blood for you, Yahweh, have done as it pleased you. So they took up Jonah and threw him into the sea. <laughs> Good, the sea okay. ceased its raging. Oh, that's nice. Oh, I, li- I like to think that it was instantaneous. Just as soon as <laughs> he <laughs> hits water, just like blue skies, Perfectly beautiful birds, yes. seagulls crying, yep. just wonderful. Exactly. <laughs> then the men feared Yahweh exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to Yahweh and made vows. Yahweh prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. That's awesome. (laughs) I thought that it was going to be cooler than that. I thought that he was going to like get sucked in to Jobby Jobby's belly, but whatever. He's just in there now. He is. He's, but I mean, that happened. It was unceremonious, but yes, it happened. And this is a great cliffhanger to leave off on as we take a quick break to talk Uh. about how you can support this show. If it's something that you enjoy, If you want to make sure that we can afford to make the second half of this episode so you can find out what happens to Jonah, then become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. As a thank you for being a parishioner there, we have things like early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the shore. On the shore? (laughs) Weird. (laughs) 
on the shores of the archipelago yeah. pub. <laughs> Personal tests on the show, uh, Emily's drink recipes, and more. Yeah. And we would love it. Also, please come check out our live shows. We had a ton of fun here with our audience. If you go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live, you can check those out there and you can come see us on Twitch and join in the chat. And we're back with Jonah, chapter two. What's going to happen? What is going to happen? He's going to swim around in the belly for three days. Yeah, it is fun that this translation does say fish and not whale. And that that, and I'm checking others. Others do say whale? NIV also says fish. Huh. King James Th- this says was, fish. This was always a weird little point of contention that every single Sunday school teacher and every single mm. pastor I ever knew always had to point out as though they were the first ones to point it out of like... The original Hebrew actually doesn't say whale. It just says very big fish. So it's inaccurate to say that it's Jonah and the whale. And as though Maybe that they thought that a whale was a fish back then and not a mammal. It could know. have been a whale. We don't know. Yeah. It could have been a whale. Yeah. It, it could have been an early translation. They're like, oh, what's a huge mm-hmm. fish? Probably a whale. So that's what I'll put in. Who knows? Sure. Yeah. 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 Then Jonah prayed to Yahweh, his God, in case you forgot, (laughs) out of the fish's belly. He said, I called because of my affliction to Yahweh. He answered me. He said that he called like (laughs) Yahweh. Out of the belly. Yahweh, I called you because I'm in this belly right now. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but this kind of sucks. Out of the belly of Sheol, I cried. You heard my voice, for you threw me into the depths, in the heart of the seas. The flood was all around me. All your waves and your billows passed over me. I said, I've been banished from your sight, yet I will look again toward your holy temple. The waters surrounded me, even to the soul. The deep was around me. The weeds were wrapped around my head. Like the seaweed? <laughs> Gotta be the seaweed. Yeah, the seaweeds. Seaweeds. <laughs> I went down to the bottoms of the mountains. The earth barred me in forever. Yet have you brought up my life from the pit, Yahweh my God? When my soul fainted within me, I remembered Yahweh. My prayer came into you, into your holy temple. Those who regard lying vanities forsake their own mercy. But I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that which I have vowed. Salvation belongs to Yahweh. End quote. Mm. Yahweh spoke to the fish and it vomited out Jonah on the dry land. Ah! <laughs> How That's lovely. the end of the chapter. Yeah, I was just like, wow. okay, sure, that pleases me. Hey, fish, yeah. cough it up. I mean, yeah, I think in this case, Yahweh knew what he was doing. He's like, look, I just got to convince this guy to be a prophet. So here we go. Right, just got to scare so him a little like, okay. bit. Yeah, he's like, okay, that worked. Here you go. It wasn't wasn't a drawn out <laughs> thing. He didn't debate it. He knew all along this was the plan. Amazing. Oh, that poor fish it had to puke him up. It was just yeah. like, oh, three days. Yeah. This is not sitting right with me, whatever this is, this wayward prophet. Yeah. I mean, it, sure. like the what the juices, the intestinal juices didn't get to Jonah either at this point. I don't maybe he found a special little corner to hide out in. Yeah, it's like a like a sarlacc, like decomposing Ugh, over gross. a long period of time. Yeah, these were the questions that I remember asking in Sunday school. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had all kinds They're of fair. weird 
theories about him like making a fire inside of the whale so he could cook food while he was there. Making like, a fire inside of the whale. I think that's just straight out of Pinocchio. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that must be Pinocchio. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it was just a crappy three days inside a fish. It definitely was not great. That's what it's got to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. For sure. Okay. Jonah 3. The word of Yahweh came to Jonah the second time, saying, Hey, buddy. Now that I've got your attention. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Arise, go to Nineveh. Nineveh. The great city, (laughs) and preach to it the message that I gave you. Maybe take a cold shower, have some black coffee, sober up first, for God's sake. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of Yahweh. Now, Nineveh was an exceedingly great city. Three days' journey across. Mm. Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried out and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. The people of Nineveh believed God, and they proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them, even to the least of them. Wow, okay, sorry. My head is spinning. Did not expect yeah. that. Yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah, you're right. You're the guy who smells like whale stomach. Awesome. <laughs> we already have we'll heard believe all you. about you. <laughs> you definitely are correct. I mean, maybe those, well, those sailors were going the other direction, right? So I'm like, word wouldn't have traveled that fast, I don't think. Huh. Yeah, I don't know how they found out about yeah. him. Okay, but they just believed him. Maybe God shouted it. Yeah. Maybe somebody was on the beach, saw this fish spit him up and was like, holy shit. Yeah. And ran <laughs> double speed <laughs> back to Nineveh. Everyone. Ah, yeah. yeah. Okay. The news reached the king of Nineveh and he arose from his throne and took off his royal robe, covered himself with sackcloth and sat in ashes. He made a proclamation and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles saying, let neither man nor animal Herd nor flock taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water, but let them be covered with sackcloth, both man and animal, and let them cry mightily to God. Okay, hold on. Hold on yeah, one second. Yeah, yeah. So do you think they're gonna poison him? That's that's an interesting take. Wait, there. no, no, no. Okay. So he's okay, he's declaring a fast. I'm assuming like a holy fast, like a fast as a sacrifice to try to appease Yahweh. Uh. Yeah, yeah. This is our first example. We're going to make the animals do it too. Not only are we going to keep the animals from eating <laughs> somehow, animals. we're going to dress them up in sackcloth also. So get your custom sackcloth for all your little sheepies <laughs> ready. There was suddenly a booming business for Amazing. animal sackcloth outfits. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> this is wild. Yes. Let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who knows whether God will not turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we might not perish. God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way. God repented of the evil, which he said he would do to them, and he didn't do it. Whoa, That's amazing. Okay. Wow. This is amazing. <laughs> Incredible. Best book ever. Wow. I mean, there's a lot of unbelievable things in this book and that's yet another one of them. Yeah. But I can totally see, like wow. the king of Nineveh goes a step beyond, right? He's like not yeah. just the people, but the animals too. And I think that's when Yahweh's Everyone. like, whoa, color right. me impressed. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I, gotta, I gotta do what I say for once. How amazing. Yeah, yeah I mean, okay. gosh. Also just like the one time ever that a prophet said something and the king even is like, yep, totally. Yeah, I'm going to take this seriously. Or maybe Yahweh was like, yeah. oh my God, look at the chickens and their little oh, sackcloth so dress. Oh, oh my God, wow, 
this one has a little bow on Oh, You know gosh. what? You get a pass, everyone. Y'all get a pass. I love it. <laughs> yeah, these adorable animal outfits are really doing it for me. I can't they really are. This. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. They're, doing the, oh no, they're doing the same morning as the people. They think they're people. Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> All right, should we bring this home? Yeah, Here do we it. Go. Gosh, already. Goodness. Number four. I feel, by the way, I feel like they, meaning whomever wrote this, could have definitely dragged it out a lot longer. They really were just like, bada bing, bada boom, this happened, this happened, we're done. Efficient storytelling. Yeah, but no, Mm -hmm. I mean, there were three days of living in this fish. (laughs) He could have talked about how horrifying it was, but he didn't. Right, if we could make make an Oscar-winning film out of like, 768 hours or whatever that film was. We could do the same with Jonah and the Fish. Yeah, 170, 127 hours. Whatever. Yeah, I think that would never want to watch it. So, oh, I watched it. I think Jason and I watched it actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Bring it home. And when we make the movie version of this on DBS Plus, it'll it'll be we'll make it long. It'll It'll be be 127 hours. Not really. He'll he'll get swallowed with a camcorder with him, and he'll like you know be filming himself. He'll be like. This is day one inside of the fish. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Day two, the acid is eating me. Okay, (laughs) number four. But it displeased Jodah exceedingly, and he was angry. He prayed to Yahweh and said, wait, it displeased Jonah? And Jonah's like, no. He's like, I wanted some hellfire. Come on. Right. Yes. He's like, I just Come lived on, through a man. whole fish situation. I was hoping to take out my trauma on yeah. somebody else. Yeah. Like everybody yeah. else in this book does. I heard that you love to kill people, God. W- what happened? What happened? He prayed to Yahweh and said, Please, Yahweh, wasn't this what I said when I was still in my own country? Um, I don't know. Therefore, I hurried to flee to Tarshish, for I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, and you repent of the evil. Therefore, now, Yahweh, take, I beg you, my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Oh, gosh, he's really broken up about this. Why is he so upset? Okay, calm down, bro. Maybe the only thing that was getting him through that fish belly was the idea of being able to watch all these people get really creamed by God. Yeah, maybe. Yes, like why? Yahweh said, Is it right for you to be angry? Then Jonah he's like, went out. He's what like, is your problem? Um, chill, man. <laughs> Have, did you look at the animals in their sackcloth? Come yeah, on, man. They were adorable. <laughs> he's like, I don't care. Then Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city and there made himself a booth. <laughs> Started selling his <laughs> like lemonade for sale. Yeah, exactly. It's like fish it's carvings like, that he made. It's like Lucy's, like the psychiatrist is in. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and sat under it in the shade until he might see what would become of the city. So he's waiting. He's yeah, like, oh, he's yeah. like, he's going to do something. I know it. Yahweh God prepared a vine and made it to come up over Jonah that it might be a shade over his head to deliver him from his discomfort. Oh, that's sweet. So Jonah was exceedingly glad because of the vine, but God prepared a worm at dawn the next day, and it chewed on the vine so that it withered. Wow. (laughs) God is just messing with him at this point. totally. I don't wow. think. I th- okay, now I have a new take on this. I think this was Yahweh just getting a little bit bored and like, with this prophet, I'm going to have some fun. Yeah, 
Yeah. Is this a prophet? This is like a faux prophet. I guess he's a prophet, but he's an unwilling prophet. He's the reluctant prophet. Very. I just think Johnny Depp, I think our casting was really good on this one. Because I could <laughs> yeah. just see him, you know, as Jack Sparrow being like, what? What? You know, oh, yeah, he took the like, food, the shade, the rum. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be drunk. Here's my drunk booth. Yeah. Okay. It happened when the sun arose that God prepared a sultry east wind and the sun beat on Jonah's head so that he fainted and requested for himself that he might die and said, it is better for me to die than live. God said to Jonah... Back and forth here with Jonah. God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry about the vine? He said, I am right to be angry even to death. (laughs) Yahweh said... Okay, hold on. Props to Jonah for pushing back against Yahweh. Anytime someone gives some pushback to Yahweh, I, I mean, I do appreciate that. Just such cojones, right? Where he's it like, yes, <laughs> I get to be angry. This is messed up. I'm impressed that Yahweh's like, okay. Like, <laughs> he's kind of having a banter with this bro. Yeah. Well, I think Yahweh's literally just trolling for the lols, mm-hmm. you know, at this point. Mm-hmm. You're right. He's yeah. having a bored day and he's being a meanie. Yahweh said, you have been concerned for the vine for which you have not labored, neither made it grow, which came up in a night and perished in a night. Shouldn't I be concerned for Nineveh? (laughs) Yes, Nineveh. Nineveh, that great city in which are more than 120,000 persons who can't discern between their right hand and their left hand and also much cattle? (laughs) Is that the end? That's the end. <laughs> what? <laughs> I love how like that d- that was not an ending. That was no, like, it really wasn't. And then these two boys just continued to bicker for to the argue. end until the end of time. Right. I'm imagining the end of the movie is kind of that you know walking off into the sunset exactly. where Jonah's bickering <laughs> with God and God is bickering back and. As the, you know, the circular fade into the middle there as oh they walk away. Oh my goodness. Away. Yeah, the end. Wow. wow. Okay, was it everything that you dreamed of, Emily? I mean, I didn't know that I was supposed to dream of this one. It was funny. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I, I didn't even know what I was getting, you know, getting in for <laughs> before we... You talked about the fish. Forgot, I forgot about the whole vine thing. I, I thought that the arc with the fish was the whole book. I completely forgot that also no, he's disappointed that, that Nineveh moment. doesn't bite the dust. And then also God just messes with him yeah. a whole bunch. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I do like the idea that they're like bickering, but then in the final moment we see, you know, the rock like puts his arm over his shoulder or something. And we're like, like, like noogie. oh, noogie. This is, yeah, exactly. is kind of their, their banter, right? It's like a funny buddy comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, that was it. That was uh, yeah. a fun time. Two books, one day, go us. Yeah. Yay. That means we have a double quiz for the bonus. Yes. It, it does. Yes. And we have two quick psalms. So why don't we get on that? Yeah. Knock that out. Now it is time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Psalms 98. A psalm. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yeah, because it's in this book. (laughs) Sing to Yahweh a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. Yahweh has made known his salvation. 
He has openly shown his righteousness in the sight of the nations. He has remembered his loving kindness and his faithfulness toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Make a joyful noise to Yahweh, all the earth. (laughs) Blah, that's Emily's joyful noise. (laughs) It's a common refrain in Christian Christendom. <laughs> oh, to really? make a joyful Wait, noise. Blah. Do people go like, ah, or like, ah, or what do they do? I think do? usually we interpret it to mean singing. It's kind of yeah. how, it's, oh, okay. how it's usually Whoops. done. It's not like a, a shout. <laughs> not like a hooray. Yeah. Burst out and sing for joy. Yes, sing praises. Sing praises to Yahweh with the harp. With the harp and the voice of melody, with trumpets and sound of the ram's horn, make a joyful noise before the king, Yahweh. Let the sea roar with its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing for joy together. Let them sing before Yahweh, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the earth with righteousness and the peoples with equity. Wow. Now this one... I've, I there was a song I was very into that was based on this song. Oh, really? As, oh. A, as a youth, yes. Can I ask a question that I that just popped into my head? Like, the only difference between most religions are whether or not Jesus was the Son of God, right? But it's like the same well, God, like Abrahamic religions. <laughs> okay, difference between yeah. Abrahamic religions, yeah. What Different- other? It, there's Buddhism and there's a whole ton there's of other. There's a billion ones. different religions. It's okay. just. A, it's okay. just the Abrahamic ones are real popular these days. Yeah. Okay. So like that's all. Yeah. This guy, the yes. rock. Yeah. So we're all worshiping the rock. We just don't know whether Jesus or not. <laughs> Jesus or well, not. And, oh, I mean, there's a lot more differences than that. <laughs> okay. Are there Jesus or not? Well, right. Because there's okay. There is all sorts of different. Like any of the religions that are kind of based on Judaism, right? Those are the mm-hmm. Abrahamic religions mm-hmm. that. Those are, you know, there's, so there's Judaism. There's like the bajillion sects of Christianity. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I just put that into one. There's different sects of Judaism that have slightly different beliefs. There's different sects of of Islam. And then yeah. there's Islam, right? But and like, then there's like Mormons and there's, you know, all sorts of other variations that uh-huh. are all have this, like start from the same place, but have different beliefs about but exactly. what certain things mean or who said what later on. Yeah. But they start from the same place. Yeah. So it's this dude. Yeah. They're part of the, they're related. They're like cousins. Yes. Yes. They're cousins. So don't we love our cousins? We should love our cousins. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Don't we hug our cousins? We should hug our cousins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. When was the last time you hugged a cousin? (sighs) Well, I'm hopefully Mm. going to Seattle to see you guys soon. So hopefully then soon. Oh, okay. And hug some cousins of yours (laughs) that live up there. I yeah. did just recently hug some cousins at my grandpa's funeral. So Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, you know, okay. that's yeah. nice. Lovely. Everybody okay. go hug your cousin. Go hug your cousin. If you're on good terms. I bet there were a lot of readings from the Bible at that funeral. Yes. There were, yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's read a psalm. This is Psalm 99. Last okay. psalm of the day. Psalm 99. From a song that you like. So That last one was the song that I liked, which is Sing to the Lord a oh. New Song. Oh. Yeah. Okay. okay. Now this one, a psalm that I don't, No. (laughs) (laughs) Yahweh reigns. Let the people tremble. Accurate. He sits enthroned among the cherubim. Let the earth be moved. Yahweh is great in Zion. He is high above all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. He is holy. Awesome. The king's strength also loves justice. You establish equity 
you execute justice and righteousness in Jacob. Exalt Yahweh our God. Worship at his footstool. He is holy. I like this footstool imagery. That's fun. Mm. (laughs) Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Oh. Samuel was among those who call his name. They called on Yahweh and he answered them. He spoke to them in the pillar of cloud and they kept his testimonies, the statute that he gave them. You answered them, Yahweh our God. You are a God who forgave them, although you took vengeance for their doings. Exalt Yahweh our God. Worship at his holy hill, for Yahweh our God is holy. Yeah. Cool. That was fun. What a rousing episode of Drunk Bible Study this was. Yeah, this was a quick boy. I feel like we got a lot of info in here. Yeah, we did. Also, guess what, everyone? We have a toast. Whoa! Yeah, we do have a toast. Tell us about it. Whoa! Who's our toast to? Willie! Yeah! Willie! Thank you! I really don't want to hurt these glasses. Cheers. So toasting gently. <laughs> no, I totally, on one of the toasts, I, on a couple of the toasts, I've broken glasses. So I need to like be careful. Oh, no. Gosh, yeah. Maybe that's extra good luck for that patron. I guess. Yeah, you're right. I, I broke some glasses on your behalf. Maybe we could create a new Patreon tier where if you pay us enough money, we will straight up break a glass like we're at a Jewish wedding. Yes. Oh, wow. Stomp okay. on it. And then you can't cancel your Patreon pledge unless you're able to put the glass back together. <laughs> Come to our house and put the glass back together. What a a devil's bargain that is. (laughs) No, we so appreciate your patronage. Thank you so much. We hope that we bring you lots of love and godliness. Is that a thing? Some joyful godliness. Sure, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. All right, let's bring this home. We're about to do a quee. See y'all in the bonus. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at drunkbiblestudy.com or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners at the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad.